1922, Ethiopia's first regular printed newspaper was published. The country was moving ahead. Behind the program of cautious modernization was the man who, under the name of Haile Selassie, will remain at the helm of Ethiopian politics for half a century. The man himself was a paradox, a traditionalist monarch who led the foundation for modern Ethiopia. Having enjoyed a Torah education, the young Regan Rastafari, designated heir to the Ethiopian throne, was determined that his country should make its mark. While making sure the monarchy retained absolute power, he allowed cautious reform on many levels, economic, social and political. Lij Asfar Rusin Asrit, a historian and himself a great nephew of the emperor, who now lives in Germany, recounts the favor of those early years. These were the visionary times of the young Rastafari Makonnen. Here he was the champion of all liberal-minded Ethiopians. He didn't only have friends at that time. There were many Ethiopian princes who didn't want that kind of westernization in Ethiopia. But Raz Tafari kept his enemies at bay and with great pomp was crowned Emperor Haile Selassie in 1930. A year later, he had already introduced a new constitution which established a parliament, though with limited powers. However, the emperor's efforts at reform were cut short when Benito Mussolini's fascist Italy invaded the country in 1935. For Haile Selassie, this invasion which sent him to exile had an unexpected side effect. His memorable 1936 speech in Geneva to the League of Nations, appealing to support in ousting the occupiers, gained him a reputation as an international leader of substance and an anti-fascist. Lij Asfaw Sen describes how initially fascist journalists whistled and cut calls from the galleries of the public chamber and had to be thrown out. The emperor was unmoved, says Asfaw Sen. He continued his speech and one sentence that has rang in my ear all these years was the small match that has been lit in my country will engulf Europe as a great fire. These were indeed prophetic words. In 1963, Haile Selassie presided over the formation of the Organization of African Unity, a development of huge moment for the continent. On this day, we look to the future calmly, in full faith and courageously. Today, we look to the vision not only of a free Africa, but also of a united Africa. However, at home, he was becoming increasingly autocratic and, ironically, he had himself set in motion the change that would lead to his downfall. Disenchantment with his monarchy had already prompted a coup attempt in 1960. It was a warning that the emperor gave no heed to. All these efforts in foreign policy were not matched by interest in internal affairs. And this was his greatest mistake. He let things go unnoticed in his own country. So when finally the revolution came, there we were with an aging emperor. We were expecting the final call. Everybody knew the volcano 
was about to erupt and nobody was in a position to stop it. The oldest monarchy in the world ended in years of crisis. On September 12, 1974, Haile Selassie was deposed. He died under house arrest on August 27, 1975. He was 83.